Unity is an essential trait for any organization. Without it, both work and morale will eventually suffer. On the other hand, a team who is unified around a common goal can accomplish great feats. When you're 100 million and you're, what, 700 employees, it's very easy to get everybody on the same page and have most of your energy focused on your customers and not back internally pitted against each other or fending for your department or business unit versus the other department or business unit. Now, sometimes that's perceived as a big company versus a small company kind of thing. But what I will tell you is ServiceNow has been able to maintain that small company feel and that one team kind of feel, even though we've gone from, in my tenure, 700 employees to 18,000 employees. It still has that one unified team feel here. That's Kevin Haverty, Senior Advisor to the CEO at ServiceNow, a company dedicated to helping organizations manage their workflows effectively. How have they maintained a unified focus while experiencing such exponential growth? Find out on this episode of Business X Factors. I'm Jeremy Bergeron, Head of Strategy at Mission.org. Welcome to Business X Factors. Each week, we'll take a look at the secret sauce that takes companies to the highest levels of success and then unpack how they got there. We'll explore how these organizations are even run and then what's so special about the people, the culture, and the processes that make it all happen. What is technology for? Our friends at Highland believe technology is for transforming the way you work, for delivering complete information when and where you need it so you can be more agile, more empowered, more connected through each interaction and in every relationship. Highland believes in technology thoughtfully designed to create better customer experiences. Highland is your X factor for better performance. Go to highland.com forward slash insights to learn more. That's H-Y-L-A-N-D.com slash insights. Kevin, like many of us, was born into a team. Growing up in a family of seven taught him some valuable lessons about the importance of discipline and the value of work. Lessons that continue to influence Kevin to this day. I'm one of five children. I have three older brothers and a younger sister. So I'm the fourth boy. My parents are both first-generation Americans. My father was also a salesman. He set a good example. He wasn't the kind of dad like the dad on the Brady Bunch who always sat down and gave you advice, but he was the kind of dad who led by example. I watched the discipline of his approach on how he was just consistent. He prospected every Monday night. He'd be at the kitchen table making his phone calls. We weren't allowed to go in the kitchen. We weren't allowed to use the telephone. It was back in the days when you only had one phone in the house. But I learned just through observations on what it was like to be consistent, to be disciplined, and to take your job seriously and respect the hard work ethic. Some parents are the hovering kind, trying to catch their kids before every fall. Kevin's parents did not operate that way. Looking back, 
Kevin believes he learned a lot from this early independence. I think personally being the fourth born in a big family, you get a lot of independence just because everybody's busy. You know, like parents didn't have time to be helicopter parents over me. I got to become independent just as a matter of survival and kind of find my way and just kind of figure out how to differentiate myself from the crowd. It's very plausible that this independent streak played a part in Kevin studying abroad in Rome for a year during college. It is bold to go overseas at a young age, especially if you're unfamiliar with world travel. Later in his career, this early opportunity helped Kevin better connect with his international customers and employees. It's amazing to think how one choice for Kevin had such a ripple effect throughout his life. The most interesting part of my experience traveling abroad, first off, I had never really left New England. My family didn't really travel. Might have drove to Cape Cod or up to the coast of Maine. I really hadn't been outside of New England. So it was my first opportunity to go out in the world. The best part of my experience in Rome was my Eurail pass that I used every weekend and just traveled all over Europe and got to experience all kinds of different countries and cultures, kind of do it bootstrapped through youth hostels with my friends and that typical college experience of traveling around Europe. What was kind of cool about that was when I eventually had a global role and I would go back to these countries, I had connections to them and I had stories and it helped me connect with our employees and with our customers. Kevin's experience abroad helped him discover that people were more similar than different. This is a great lesson for all of us to remember. A big thing I learned is that people are people. We're like 90% the same and 10% different. It's a little bit a matter of style and a little bit a matter of how people carry themselves. But once you get past that veneer, I think we all share the human experience. We have so much more in common than we do apart. After completing school at Providence College, Kevin worked in various sales and client-facing roles for several different companies. Let's flash forward to the point where he jumped on board at ServiceNow. Well, ServiceNow started in 2004. I started with ServiceNow in 2011. And so the company was, what, six, seven years old when I started. And they had gone from this zero dollars to $100 million in sales. They kind of proved the concept that this thing was for real. It was bringing value to customers and it had traction in the marketplace. I came in right as the company was going to hit the scale button. They transitioned from the founder, Fred Luddy, to our first professional CEO, Frank Slootman. I had worked for Slootman before at Data Domain, and then we got acquired by EMC. And Slootman becoming the CEO of ServiceNow is what attracted me to the company. Frankly, I hadn't heard of the company at that point, but I knew I enjoyed working for Slootman. I knew the guy's a winner. I knew he was going to build a winning team, and I wanted to be part of it. And what I learned right off the bat, in fact, in my very first week with the company. Stay tuned in. After a quick break, we'll find out what X Factor Kevin uncovered in his first week on the job at ServiceNow. If you run a business, you have information. Loads and loads of information across different channels, systems, and silos. 
How can you connect the dots to make sure the right information gets to the right people who need it? Highland helps more than half of the Fortune 100 companies do just that by providing them with the tools they need to digitally transform and create more meaningful connections with the people they serve. Highland is your X factor for better performance. Go to highland.com forward slash insights to learn more. That's H-Y-L-A-N-D.com slash insights. Prior to the break, you heard Kevin Haverty, special advisor to the CEO at ServiceNow, begin to share something that he learned in his first week at the company. Let's hear the rest of the story. My very first week with the company, I went to a customer event in Frankfurt, Germany, and the customers absolutely loved ServiceNow. At this dinner, there were a half dozen customers and they were bragging about all the problems they were solving in their business with ServiceNow, and they were passionate about it. It made me feel really good about my decision. We're on to something here. These customers love this platform. It was a unique connection that the customers had with the company. And the company in exchange had a very customer first attitude. Right from day one, I picked up on it. We take care of our customers and that'll take care of us. And then as our language evolved, we started saying our customer success begets our success. So that was one of the big things was that the customer was the true north. At the dinner, Kevin came to the visceral realization that ServiceNow's platform was helping to create solutions for their customers and that there was a mutual bond between customers and ServiceNow. Yes, a useful product by itself can make customers pretty happy, but ServiceNow doesn't stop there. With a unified purpose, their team focuses on customers' needs. In his article, What Makes a Great Team, professor and researcher Dr. J. Richard Hackman described how the research that he was a part of had uncovered that five qualities, when found within a team, increased the likelihood of the team being effective. And he offered up five questions to ponder whether a team has these elements. The second question is particularly relevant here when considering ServiceNow's unified approach. Hackman wrote, quote, does the team have a compelling direction, a purpose that is clear, challenging, and consequential, and that focuses on the ends to be achieved rather than the means the team must use in pursuing them, end quote. For ServiceNow, the answer is a resounding yes because they have the collective objective to take care of their customers. But what is special about ServiceNow that helps foster this unified sense of purpose, where all teammates are working together to take care of customers? A lot of it is the culture of the company. This goes all the way back to our founder, Fred Luddy, who's still the chairman of the board of directors. Hungry and humble, that's his nature, and that's one of our mantras. We're hungry and humble. So there's nobody really puffing their chest out trying to take all the credit for their particular part of the company, their particular product, their particular organization. That's carried through all the way through the years. And then the other one is we say win as a team. That's one of my personal mantras. And we had that as a sales kickoff theme a few years ago. 
and it's stuck. And you'll see it in emails. If somebody's celebrating a win, they'll recognize who helped. And then at the bottom, it'll always say, win as a team. For Kevin and ServiceNow, success is seen as interconnected across the company, and then actions are taken to recognize collective wins. No one department does it all. Without a great product, the sales team won't be very successful. Without great support, the customers won't buy more. Without great whatever, a legal department, a human resources department, all the different functions work together. We're always very purposeful about recognizing that. Some companies might think that selling a product is the sole responsibility of the sales department. From Kevin's perspective, even sales takes a team approach. I've run the sales organization for the 10 years I've been here. But I also say when I'm talking to the larger company, everybody's in sales. Whether you're in engineering, you're in customer service, you're a receptionist at the front desk, we're all in sales, we're all one team, and we win as a team. We kind of have this inclusive attitude and we try to use the language where we're all one and there's no one department that's higher up in the pyramid than another. We're side by side as a team going out there after the market. A unity among employees has been sustained, even though ServiceNow has grown tremendously during Kevin's time with the company. And this team mindset has allowed ServiceNow to fix its focus on what's really important, their customers. It still has that one unified team kind of feel here. And most of our energy is focused on solving customers' problems as opposed to positioning against each other's internally and trying to survive compared to the other business units. While ServiceNow strives for unity among employees, they also endeavor to maintain a unified platform that helps their customers manage their workflows. The technology platform itself is this one code base. It's one platform. All the broad things that we deliver for our customers are delivered on a single platform. There's no company of our scale. We're $6 billion in revenue now that still has that approach. Every other company that's gotten to this size has done a number of acquisitions that involve bigger platforms, multiple stacks of technology that aren't truly integrated the way the single data set, the single platform of ServiceNow is. And what that gives us is the ability to go fast. We don't have a lot of technical debt on integrating this technology with that technology. We're all going forward for adding more functionality for our customers. The customers and industries have evolved over the years that ServiceNow. According to Kevin, this growth into new territories was organic, with customers guiding the way. It started in IT, with the most basic use case being IT service management, where the help desk is. The beauty of it is that every employee interacts with IT. And so if you go back to the early days, when I started, we had one SKU. It was IT service management for filler. That's all we sold. But it exposed us to the whole employee base. So when a customer bought ServiceNow to help automate IT, it exposed us to every employee. And then employees would say, wow, that was really cool. I like using this system. It's simple and fast and easy. Could we use this in HR? Why couldn't we use this in customer service? Well, what about legal? When I have to request help from legal? So 
our customers kind of instinctively led us into all these departments outside of IT. And that's how we pivoted from a hot technology company to this workflow solution across the enterprise. Kevin also shares how the platform keeps things simple for customers. It takes the silos that typically exist at institutions and creates bridges between them. It does a very complex task of tying all these silos together and accelerating and automating workflows across them and through them. But it masks all that complexity and it delivers to our customers simplicity and speed. A platform that breaks down silos and helps colleagues interact with each other more easily sounds great. The question is, how does it support communication between people across different work sectors within a company? If you really break it down and go back to the origins of it with IT, people need IT for a few things. They need to order something new, they need something fixed when it's broken, or they need some information. Those are requests. I work in sales, I need something like that from IT. Well, I don't just need that from IT, I sometimes need that from HR, or I sometimes need that from legal, or I sometimes need that from engineering. So we all need things from each other throughout the day. And what the Now Platform does is it automates those things. And it gives you a consumer-like user face, like ordering from amazon.com. And then it tells you a service level. Okay, you put in this request, you'll have your answer within 24 hours. Here's where it sits. Now, that's structured workflow. Unstructured workflow, which is what most people use if they don't have the Now Platform, is I send somebody an email, and then I follow up the next day and send their boss an email, or I pick up the phone and I call them because I don't realize that they're actually working on it. So you lose visibility and you end up thrashing. And there's all this wasted time with unstructured workflow between departments. So we help crystallize all that, put it into a repeatable pattern, give people the visibility that they're looking for. And that effectively speeds the flow of business. And we automate it where it's possible. There's just so many benefits to an organization running that much more efficient. That same concept, by the way, applies to the customer too. People can leverage automation, have systems that give them visibility and get out of this unstructured workflow situation. You get better productivity, you get an edge over your competition. That's the reason that we're having the results that we're having is because we're bringing that ability to our customers. One market area where ServiceNow has been making strides is in the telecom industry. The telco industry is reinventing itself. So it's a disruptive time in telco, and they're looking for innovation to help them exploit the whole opportunity of 5G. Basically, it's a revolution that's going on right now in the telco space. And we are just really well suited for that space to modernize them, to bring new ways of doing business, and to help them get out of that slow, monolithic, old school telco kind of way to the modern, fast way of doing business. I would tell you that the way our business scaled, I think telcos were kind of a laggard with us. And then there was a breakthrough about five years ago, we started landing the biggest telcos in the world. And now it's just taken off. It's because we have the right platform at the right time, but it's also because that industry in and of itself is going through a huge reinvention. It's a great space for us. Of course, with any tech solution, there are early adopters who get involved right away 
and others who take their time to jump in. Either way, from everything we've learned about ServiceNow's care for their customers, it's fair to suggest ServiceNow is very welcoming at every entry point. It's a horizontal solution that works across all industries, but there are some that just adopt faster than others. The financial services industries, we've been doing great there since day one. Our first big customers were the big banks because they really lean in and they spend a lot on technology and they like to do innovative things. So that's been kind of a steady, great industry for us all along. I'll tell you that the industry that's really coming on fast and furious is the government vertical because governments have the same challenges. They need to deliver better services to their citizens. They have a lot of bureaucracy that they need to work through. They have hundreds of thousands of employees that they need to get productivity with. They're on to the fact that the ServiceNow platform can really help them solve their mission. They're not necessarily looking for the same benefits that a business is, but they absolutely need the productivity and the modern experience for their employees. Every successful business has to execute in the present while also anticipating new areas to focus on. What does the future look like for ServiceNow? I think the next big thing will be the B to B to C. So it's helping our customers get to their customers. An example of that is Disney Plus, where Disney Plus rolled out that beautiful platform, that streaming service that came out right as the pandemic was hitting and really helped them as their theme parks were closing and as the movie theaters were closing. And ServiceNow was the platform for the service of that whole platform. When considering possible future goals for our companies, we must dare to dream. Follow your dreams is generally a good piece of advice. Based on wisdom from Bill McDermott, the current CEO of ServiceNow, Kevin has learned the size of our dreams matter too. Bill McDermott's mantra is dream big. If I look back, when I thought I was dreaming big, I wasn't dreaming big enough. The results that we've actually got are bigger than I believed possible maybe five years back. If we can get all 18,000 people to dream big and have the right attitude, we could do so much more. It's kind of an attitude thing. It's a confidence thing. You have to be willing to put it out there and go for it. For ServiceNow, it all comes down to the team. One person with a clear goal in mind can strive toward an objective and hopefully accomplish it. But with a unified team, the dreams can be much bigger and the achievements far-reaching. Remember, win as a team is a mantra of Kevin's. He described the phrase as language that developed in sales at ServiceNow and then spread throughout the company. In words, but also in actions, like congratulating others on a victory. For ServiceNow, the language of teamwork matters, and so does backing up those words with deeds. This creates unity and wins. Every business will benefit from a team mindset like ServiceNow. Their stories suggest that having a higher purpose is essential, but just as imperative as continually cultivating a team mentality. I don't know about you, but when I have a decision to make, I look for information. I may look through emails, documents, photos, and files in multiple places. And if I'm lucky, I find what I'm looking for. 
So it's amazing to me that while I have trouble finding a single file, some organizations' success hinges on making sure that the right people can get all the right information they need when and where they need it. Like hospitals, insurers, banks, and all sorts of businesses. I don't know how they do it, but our friends at Highland do. Highland empowers more than half of 2020 Fortune 100 companies with tools that help make sure the right information gets to the right folks easily and automatically and makes business processes smarter and more efficient. Highland is your X factor for better performance. Go to highland.com forward slash insights to learn more. That's H-Y-L-A-N-D.com slash insights. You've been listening to Business X Factors created and produced by our team here at mission.org and brought to you by our friends at highland.com. Are you enjoying this show? If you are, I know I would be so grateful if you took two seconds to rate and review us on Apple Podcast or Spotify, as this helps ensure that more listeners like you find the show, and it also lets me know how I'm doing. If you enjoyed this specific episode and you want to dive deeper into the topics discussed, be sure to check out the resources section of our show notes, where we've included helpful links, articles, and books, including any stat or story referenced in this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Jeremy Bergeron, and I'll catch you next time on Business X Factors.